Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Grammar Girl here. Today, we're going to talk about keeping a journal. If you're an aspiring writer, you've probably heard that writers should keep a writing journal. The first time I kept a real writing journal was in my freshman English class in college, so since it's the beginning of the school year and some of you may be keeping a journal for the first time, it also seemed like a good time to cover the topic. Keeping a journal is a very personal thing, so I'm going to give you guidelines and advice based on my experiences. But know that whatever works for you is the right thing for you to do. The idea of keeping a journal is that writers need to write, and you don't always have assignments or projects underway, or you have ideas that aren't fully formed and and they need to be worked out. Your journal is where you work out those ideas, or write when you don't have anything formal to write about. You may keep a journal on hand to write down those flash ideas that come to you out of nowhere, a great topic for a blog post, a great title for a short story or the perfect background detail for your main character. That's the kind of journal I keep these days. Or you may set aside 15 minutes every day to write in your journal as a way to stay disciplined or get in the writing spirit before you start working on your, quote, real projects. I know one author who loves to free write a bit before he starts working on his novel. Free writing is when you sit down and force yourself to write whatever comes to mind without stopping for a set period of time. It often helps people brainstorm or overcome writer's block. Some people have frequent dreams and keep a notepad by their bed to write down notes as soon as they wake up. Other people like to write before they go to bed every night to get things out on paper and clear their mind, whereas other people find that writing before going to bed can get them to start thinking about things and then make it hard to fall asleep. I'm not a big fan of keeping a journal about your daily life, your feelings, and your deepest, darkest secrets. My mom told me to never put anything in writing that I didn't want others to read, and I ignored her advice and learned that lesson the hard way. With that said, some people find this to be the most inspirational type of journaling, that the easiest thing to write about is their personal life, or it's a helpful way to work through feelings. A personal journal can also be the most rewarding type of writing to go back and reread 20 years later in that boy-was-I-a-goofball kind of way. If you're going to keep a personal journal and you really want to explore your feelings, take care to keep it secure. An anonymous blog on a site like Blogger or WordPress can be a safer way to keep this kind of journal as long as you don't use identifying information, because then it isn't something that someone can find in your room or physically take from you. You'll never accidentally leave it on the bus. I met one writer who keeps this kind of very personal journal, but she keeps them locked in a cabinet and is specified in her will that they be destroyed without being read upon her death, 
and has even designated a person to do it who has promised to carry out her wishes. So let's say you've decided to keep a journal. Are you the kind of person who will be inspired by a fancy leather-bound journal, or will you be intimidated by it? Make sure you pick something that will work for you. Don't make it feel too special. You can even do it on the computer, Doogie Hauser style. Maybe the best thing for you is something small that you can carry around with you so you always have it handy when you have an idea. I like to date my journal entries, but I can't think of a particularly good reason why you should, unless you expect to defend the invention date in court. Also, don't go back and edit your entries. This isn't about getting perfect writing. It's about practicing writing and exploring your ideas. It should be something that won't be judged, graded, or really read by others. It's most effective if it's a safe place for you to explore. Your journal is primarily for writing, but there's no rule that says you couldn't also paste in pictures or draw photos. I've pasted things into my journal that I wrote on other pieces of paper when I didn't have my journal handy, for example. Here's one question I've pondered. Can you spend too much time journaling? I've met people who say they spend at least an hour a day writing in a journal. Now, for most writers I know, at least those who have families and jobs, one of the biggest challenges they face is finding time to write, to work on their book or a short story or blog. So when I hear of people spending so much time journaling, I wonder if it's become a procrastination tool. If you're spending an hour every day on your journal, ask yourself why you aren't working an hour every day on a writing project that will get in front of readers. There may be times early in a project when you need to spend a lot of time fleshing out ideas, but just because you don't have an assignment doesn't mean you can't be working on writing that could become a project or could be read by a real live person. Finally, don't feel like you're a failure as a writer if you don't keep a journal. I've actually met people who feel guilty that they don't keep a journal. It's a great tool for some people, but if it doesn't work for you, don't worry about it. Maybe try it again in a year or two, but don't think you're somehow obligated to keep a journal just because you're a writer. That's all. I'm Mignon Fogarty, author of the New York Times bestseller, Grammar Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for Better Writing. And I have a new book coming out October 13th called The Grammar Devotional. Thanks for listening. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.